the Nambian Desert, where temperatures burn up to 40 degrees Celsius or 104 degrees Fahrenheit. I hate Celsius. In 2009, amongst this sweltering heat, Wim Hof, ironically known as the Iceman, ran a grueling 26-mile marathon without even touching a drop of water to his lips. This is according to a Daily Mail uh, UK news article. We all know that nature has plans for every scenario, for when our bodies need something, but most of us are not Wim Hof. When our bodies tell us that we need hydration, we should listen, not just for physical health, but because our ADHD symptoms might be made worse from poor hydration. This is a taboo statement, but I don't like drinking water. It has no flavor, no essential vitamins or minerals, and it feels like a chore to drink it. Obviously, we won't last very long without drinking this stuff though, but still, it doesn't make it taste any better. This is a strange episode, didn't plan on doing it, but I feel like it's something interesting, so to understand how to navigate your ADHD enough to remember to stay hydrated, you should stay tuned. Hello, my divergence. What's up? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Attention, Please. I'm your host as always, DC. Thanks for coming back. I had some long announcements last time, so I'm gonna keep it short for this episode. I just wanna say thanks to everybody who's been listening. Of course, you all know about the U Testament course that I talked about last week. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share the podcast with your friends, and also give me a five-star rating if you enjoy what I'm doing here. I learned some things while researching this episode that will never let me see water the same way again. It's, it's wild. So let's just get into it. Research does specifically examine the impact of hydration on ADHD symptoms, and there are some general reasons why maintaining adequate hydration levels could be potentially helpful. Three reasons why if you have ADHD, you should be focused on being hydrated. Number one is brain function. Proper hydration supports optimal brain function, including cognitive processes such as attention, concentration, and memory are already challenges for people with neurodivergence. The second reason why you should be focused on being hydrated is medication side effects. If you have ADHD and you take medications, most likely it's going to be a stimulant, and stimulants can have and do have diuretic effects. A diuretic is basically something that increases your urine production, flushes water out of your body, and that can potentially lead to dehydration. So staying hydrated will help mitigate the effects of medication-induced dehydration effects. The third reason why you should be concerned about your hydration levels is just general overall well-being. Dehydration causes fatigue, mood fluctuations, and general discomfort, and this further exacerbates neurodivergent symptoms. That being said, why is water so unpalatable for so many people? How can you stay hydrated if you don't like to drink water? I mentioned earlier that nature has a plan. When you get hungry, you have biological mechanisms and signals that are sent to your brain that are designed to induce feelings of hunger to motivate you to eat. But the importance of quenching your thirst does not match my drive to seek water. It's not the same as when I get hungry. When I get hungry, I know I need to eat and I will get up and find something to eat. When I'm thirsty, it's like, meh, what's, what's there to drink? Water? Eh. And why is that? If you think about it biologically, doesn't really make a lot of sense. A lot of people don't like to drink water. Now here's where it gets nuts. Maybe you shouldn't be drinking water at all. We all know that water exists in three states. Actually though, that's wrong. 
Water apparently exists in four states. Solid, liquid, gas, those are the first three that we all know. And the fourth is gel, all right? G-E-L, not like jail. We're taught that to be adequately hydrated, you get a bottle of water, whatever. Apparently, we're supposed to drink gel water. Liquid water that makes up our oceans, lakes, and seas, for the most part, would be considered unstructured water or bulk water. And I first was put onto this idea by a nutritionist. I believe he's a biochemist. And he brings up a very interesting point. He says, if bulk water or unstructured water, you know, tap water, spring water, rivers, lakes, oceans, if if that's considered the proper fluid hydration for human beings, how come infants, babies cannot drink water? If you didn't know this, it's kind of mind blowing to talk about. So apparently water is typically unnecessary and in regards to infants and babies. And essentially it's because it can fill the infant's stomach, reducing their intake of breast milk or formula, which is the primary source of nutrition for infants. And once an infant begins to consume solid foods, eventually that's around six months of age, they can usually have small amounts of water as well introduced into their meals. Like once they start eating food, it's like you can have a couple sips of water. However, it is still essential to prioritize breast milk or formula as the main source of hydrating during the first year or so of life for a baby. Giving water to infants too early can place a strain on their kidneys and potentially disrupt the delicate balance of electrolytes in their bodies. This is something that I've heard before. I've been around babies. I don't have, I don't have children of my own quite yet, but my nieces. And I remember sitting around talking to my, my sister-in-law and my, my sister and them both saying, you know, babies don't drink water. It's mind blowing to me. I've always heard this thing. I kind of go by this. I'm a bit of a naturalist. I have a, I, I eat a certain way. I, I, I'm not even going to get into all that because it's <laughs> annoying to hear other people talk about it. Um, but I tend to look at things in a very naturalist kind of way. Like if my dog doesn't want to eat something, I tend to be a little suspicious. If an animal doesn't naturally gravitate towards eating or drinking certain things, babies, if they have a natural like, oh, the baby shouldn't eat this, then it's like humans probably shouldn't eat it or drink it either. That's kind of how I look at things. And, and as I've briefly kind of mentioned, is that breast milk is the thing that provides the right balance of water and nutrients to infants that water can't. The solution is breast milk, obviously. We're going to all, um, I'm starting a new breast milk company where I can sell bottled breast milk in stores. And No, <laughs> no, I swear to God, that's, <laughs> that was a joke. Um, could you imagine? That'd be insane. But seriously, though, and um, this is why you see people doing things to water to make it um, absorb more effectively into the body, because water does just flush you out. You see people adding a pinch of pink Himalayan sea salt to their water and even fruits like squeezing lemon or adding some cucumber slices to their water to give it like sodium or other nutrients that otherwise you'd be missing out on. This is why Gatorade has so much sodium in it. It helps you hydrate because salt retains water. So instead of peeing your pants every time you drink a sip of coffee or take your ADHD meds and try to be hydrated, you'll retain that water. So what is the solution? And no, it is not actual breast milk. The solution is almost a Confucius-esque principle that I try to remember all the time now. It's that we're supposed to eat our water. Us humans, we suffer from a little bit of hubris. Have you ever heard of the squatty potty? It's a step stool-like device that you place at the base of your toilet and you use it to place your feet onto it while going number two. The reason why you use this is because it puts your body into a squatting position. Why? Because we've been pooping wrong. 
Squatting is a design that nature intended for us to use, and it helps to eliminate waste when going to the bathroom. Essentially, when you sit down and your legs are at a 90 degree angle, you cannot properly eliminate waste because your, your intestines are like a hose. And when you sit down at a 90 degree, 90 degree angle, it puts too much of a bend in that hose and it kinks it up. So though you are able to use the bathroom, some of that is not all, it's not all eliminating into the, into the toilet. So I say this because much like squatting, we're ignoring a fundamental design in our bodies, which gives us the answers to many of our questions. We humans are supposed to eat our water. What does this mean? Most mammals that are not humans are designed to drink from streams, ponds, and other ground level hydration sources. And that's evident in the way that their tongues are designed and their necks. And their tongues turn into bowls when they drink water from streams. They lap it up. Structure equals function. Let's just put it that way. I'm a designer and the way things work are the way things are built. If it's built a certain way, it's supposed to be used that way. Now, if you were to get on all fours and lap water from a bowl, it would take forever. Your tongue isn't long enough. It, you'd probably die from dehydration before you got the hang of it. And it wouldn't be comfortable either. Let's put it that way. How can you drink when you're supposed to be upright when you drink? Of course, you can slurp water up and pull it in through your lip like a straw, you know. But don't split hairs. I'm on a roll, damn it. Okay, so the only way a human can drink water like this is to cup it inside their hands or construct a device to hold water like a cup or a bottle. That's nature's way to me of saying, we're not supposed to drink much of this kind of water. And science might agree. So what are you supposed to do? Well, when you reach up to an apple tree and you pluck the fruit from that tree or from a refrigerator nowadays, most likely, and you take a bite from it, it's juicy and it's sweet. That's eating water. So what's the difference between bulk water and gel water. Why, why is gel water the thing that we're supposed to have versus this other stuff that I've started calling in my house dog water? It's for dogs to drink and it's for us to bathe in. It's kind of gross. And I think that's why we all don't like it and why you're not supposed to give it to babies because bulk water does not hydrate at a cellular level. And this causes your body to become acidic and is a nesting ground for inflammation. And inflammation is pretty much the root of all diseases coming from many nutritionists. The results of not hydrating at a cellular level are fatigue, confusion, cognitive disruptions, and general feelings of unwellness. The water from produce, fruits and vegetables, contains minerals, vitamins, antioxidants, and of course, the ability to hydrate you the way bulk water cannot. From my understanding, regular water is only meant for utility purposes. Like I said, cleaning, bathing, cooking. It's dog water. Eating your water boosts the body's natural ability to heal. It improves sleep, mental clarity, and mood. I think the big thing that I've learned from this is that the fact that people have difficulty drinking water. I don't know a single person. Well, okay, I know a couple people who walk around constantly sipping on some water all day. You know, they don't have any problems being hydrated. And I'm sure even though they do that and they seem to have a good routine, I don't know anyone who's like super thrilled about the taste of water. We know that we have to. So I'd say if you want to be hydrated, choose something that tastes good and is good for you, which therefore is fruits. So here are the top three most hydrating fruits and the best ways to hydrate with the water that we're meant to consume. Number one is cucumbers. Cucumbers, you'd think watermelon, you'd think honeydew melon, you would think grapes. Grapes are actually low on the list. 
Cucumbers are actually the number one way to hydrate. Cucumbers are a source of potassium. They also contain phosphorus, magnesium, and a small amount of calcium. Although they do not boast the high vitamin and mineral content of some other fruits and vegetables, they do contain special nutrients called cucurbitacins. Cucurbitacins. I've never heard that word in my life, but it uh, essentially could have an anti-diabetic effect is what some professionals and whatnot believe. The second fruit, apples. I eat apples all the time now. Um, I started with this whole thing a couple of months ago, and um, I love apples. I, I used to buy them all the time, and they would just go bad, but now that I kind of relate them to hydration, anytime I'm like at work or something, um, I usually have like an apple or two sitting on my desk. I still drink water, but I try to eat mostly apples, oranges, and cucumbers and other fruits. And number three, I don't put this as number three because it's actually bottom on the list. This actually should be number one, but because I'm in Ohio, it's very difficult to get this thing that actually is probably one of the best things to hydrate from, period, coconut water. It's not because it's the highest water content a fruit can have. It's not even the easiest fruit to get depending on where you're located. But it is the most similar to human breast milk. And I know, I know, it sounds weird, but it is the healthiest way to hydrate, in my opinion. So, therefore, I wanted to try it because I'm not too fond of regular water. I, I really don't like it. I drink it because I have to, not something I'm happy about. So, I got some coconut water. After only a few days of drinking coconut water exclusively, no water, no actual bulk water from a sink or spring water or any of that, just coconut water for a few days, I noticed that I felt great. I, I felt less hungry than I usually do. I felt truly hydrated like I haven't before. My, my mouth usually gets dry because I vape and I never drink enough water. I sometimes smoke a little bit, you know, from here and there. But when I'm drinking coconut water, I have none of these problems. I never get a dry mouth, no matter what. My eyes felt, you know, I look at a screen all day. My eyes usually get dry, but they, they didn't. Everything felt, I don't want to say moist or wet because it feels weird, but <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say, right? I felt hydrated. Here's another cool thing that I really liked about coconut water. Even though I was crushing like 32 ounce bottles of this stuff in no time, literally I come into work in the morning at 8 a.m. with a big 32 ounce bottle of coconut water and by 11, it's pretty much gone. I'm struggling to not drink it because I love this stuff. And I still wasn't running back and forth to the bathroom at work all day. It was crazy. I realized that I never really truly felt hydrated in this way. Have you ever had days where no matter how much water that you drink, you just can't quench your thirst inside you feel hot and dry never with coconut water for me or any fruit water for that matter but all coconut waters are not the same so before you run out and go to a bunch of gas stations because most of them carry coconut water in that little paper carton that you can see now vita coco is apparently not super bad i love that one um, I was drinking that one before I discovered the one I'm about to tell you about, but it's, they're night and day. They're night and day. Even if the a coconut water bottle or carton reads non-GMO or organic, it's, it's still probably not the kind of thing you should be drinking if it's from a gas station or whatever. And I'll tell you why. The best type of coconut water to drink is apparently from young green coconuts. Most of the coconuts that you find, even in a grocery store, they come from brown coconuts. And when coconuts are brown, that means they're mature. And by this point, most of the nutrients and water that you're trying to get has already turned to like this fatty, buttery, kind of like a fleshy thing. You know, there's not a lot of water 
in a brown coconut. The best coconut water that you can drink, in my opinion, is Harmless Harvest Coconut Water. First thing you'll probably notice is the color. It's pink. Most coconut water is clear or whitish. White or clear coconut water is a good indicator of two things. It's a sign that it, the water probably came from a, a mature coconut. And the other thing that clear or white coconut water tells us is that it's probably been treated with some sort of natural flavors or preservatives. Real coconut water, when left alone, turns pink naturally from a process called oxidation. It's like rusting. So the next thing you'll notice is the taste. I'm sure, like, I know a lot of people who do not like coconuts. And I get it, uh, I guess. I'm a tropical person. I know you probably can't tell from my voice. My ancestry is derivative of Cameroon, Africa, and Puerto Rico, and stuff like that. Even the Philippines. I don't know if I'm genetically predisposed to enjoy coconuts and coconut water, but I'll tell you what. What you're used to thinking of as coconuts is probably just, again, mature and overly ripe coconuts. Like Almond Joys or what is it? What is the one with the coat? Is it Almond Joy that has the coconuts in it? Coconuts like those shredded coconuts, little white things that you see, those taste so different. Harmless Harvest coconut water comes from green Thailand coconuts. Tastes nothing like coconuts. Tastes like uh, cereal milk. Like seriously, you can Google this. Tastes like cereal milk. Tastes like Captain Crunch cereal milk to be specific. And for me, it's it's truly addictive. And I can, I can never find it at grocery stores anymore. Fast forwarding a little bit, for about three weeks, I didn't drink a single drop of water. I drank mostly this Harmless Harvest stuff and some apple juice or cucumber juice, but I never felt any better without water. I don't know if it improves my ADHD symptoms explicitly, but it does improve my overall mood and ability to feel alert and refreshed. I don't know, I feel like I'm rambling a lot about water and coconuts right now, so I'll just wrap it up. In conclusion, whether you drink regular bulk water or water from fruits, you should be thinking about hydrating. If you're not a fruit person, you know, I don't want cucumbers, I don't want coconuts or apples or whatever, I don't get it, but you still should be, just drink the tap water or the bulk water or whatever. Just drink regular water. You should be trying to fight off cognitive bumps throughout your day. If you don't like water or coconuts or fruits, try adding a pinch of pink Himalayan sea salt to your water, squeeze a lemon to like a gallon of water, and you will feel a little different. If you wanna try this magic hydrating cereal milk tasting nectar of the gods then click the link in the description of this episode if you're a health nut you'll love it because it's great for dieting as well and it comes from the best quality coconuts in the world which would be in thailand using the link is also a way to help out the show kicks back a couple of cents every time you make a purchase so if you're going to shop on amazon anyway which is ideal because this stuff runs out in the stores all the time why not help out the show in the process all right that's it for this one um stay drippy out there everybody much love dc out